Yeah, that's ISO. Rack it up, rack it up, I got a bit of the bank to make me a safe house. Shake it up, shake it up, she got her hands on her knees and she bringing the cake out. Smoke it up, smoke it up, I got some gas, some packs, I'm up in the greenhouse. Ball it up, ball it up, I'm with the gang, we taking shots off the rebound. Welcome to Walking Out of Lockdown. I'm Mark Abizade, filmmaker, photojournalist, and culture specialist. And today I'm here with Victoria Primus. Victoria is a friend, um, but more than anything, she's a dancer and choreographer based in Vienna. She's done some very interesting things recently, both collaborations between science and education on um, Planktons, which hopefully she'll tell us a bit about, and um, as a freelancer is having to deal with many of the issues we all have um, from lockdown. Uh, Good afternoon. It's good to see you again. Good afternoon. Hello. Good to see you as well. (laughs) Good to see you. Now, let me start with the same question I ask everybody first. Let's go back to New Year's Day or the first week of New Year's. You know, what were your expectations for this coming year? What were you thinking personally, professionally? What was your mood? Um, Well, when I look back, my mood was um, very positive, full of strength and um, big expectations actually for 2020 because I have been working almost since Tita's birth yeah or like yeah when she started when she was one year old I was working on getting back into my career and like exploring new adventures and stepping into this like uh, collaborative work um, of art and science and in the last year, um, I a lot of projects actually got um, got a yes, so I could do it. So like in 2020, I had a few projects coming up. Uh, one with a school where I introduced my my project of um, embodiment of scientific like. Yeah, embodiment of scientific um, scientific scientific subjects like yeah. planets and plankton. I uh, would have introduced to to kids from six to ten, and they would have produced a whole um, artwork with two hundred forty kids. Oh, wow. And that was one project, and then. I had others going on. I was invited to two festivals with planetary oscillation embodiment where I embody um, the different planets. I work with uh, the sound designer, Elena Shirin. She is now touring in America. She's a musician and sound designer. And we worked the last year to finally also reproduce and go back on stage together and so these were my expectations and I, yeah, I was super happy that uh, yeah. finally things are getting uh, more exciting for me in the dance world again or in the art world because it also took uh, quite, a we- quite a while to get back, um, not in shape because in shape I was really fast, but getting back the network and yeah, and I think I think we should point out uh, because I neglected to in your introduction. You know, you are full time mother of two young children, 
So yeah. getting back to it also means getting to a schedule where they're active enough that you can carve out some time to do these things. Exactly. And I know myself, I have always a lot of energy and I, 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 I was quite successful in the last months to actually, uh, yeah, to, to work, to work and also to care, care about them. Like, yeah, well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Okay, so that's New Year's. A uh, couple months pass, and suddenly uh, Vienna's closing schools. We're in lockdown. You have everybody at home. Um, what was the impact? What was the what was your experience of lockdown, positive and negative? Uh, to be honest, it was a beautiful experience because. Um, I was closer to my family again, and we we dealt with the situation respectfully. Like um, we dealt with each other respectfully. There um, was a lot of family time and good family time, and uh, cooking a lot, but also cleaning a lot. And of course, there's a routine which is from morning to evening full of entertainment for kids and it's exhausting and I cannot really focus on any, anything else <laughs> which of course is beautiful to have so much time with your loved ones but before I had so much more time to dream and be visionary and sure. go to training and meet people and um, of course this suddenly just was yeah was cleaned how to say um yeah but you did make some changes also in your work i saw some things online some courses you've been introducing talk to me about yeah, of course i mean i had to because as i mentioned before the project with the school of course it would have it would have started in the first week of corona my workshop with, with the schools would have started and obviously this didn't happen and then firstly i was like oh my god but then as I'm lucky to have a filmmaker at home as well, <laughs> who has a perfect equipment because also his work of got, of course got cut because he would have traveled a lot, like you notice. Know mm -hmm. And then I, I, yeah, as I always do, I start to move. I, it's my way. I have to move, I have to train. And I started to train at home. And because I teach in a conservatory as well, they asked me to do uh, videos. So this was the impulse to start mm -hmm. the, 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 my YouTube channel, to boost my YouTube channel. So I started the video uh, Ballet Back on Track, which um, I was super happy to start because now I'm gonna actually yeah, continue to do this. My kids. <laughs> yeah, that's Zita, no? Zita, yeah. Thank you, Zita. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna make a few videos going back to my roots because they, my roots are ballet. <laughs> yeah. And to stay fit and stay healthy at home, I started this video. Um, Okay, now we're starting to see lockdown wrap up a bit. 
Um, I don't know if your kids are back to school yet. The, the children here, actually the kindergarten's even open, which surprised me. But let's say last day of lockdown, you're standing at your door, the children are at school, everyone, you can do anything you want. What is the first thing you would want to do? What is the first thing that comes to mind? Wow, I guess the first thing which already came to my mind is to do nothing. <laughs> because I'm now because I'm always with them and now I'm with my grandparents, I get a little bit more space to think because I really need time to think. Think things through how I'm gonna continue as well, because obviously as you mentioned before, we in the cultural scene, this is going to continue for much longer. Um, yeah, I have to reposition myself. I mean, I'm not going to give up on what I have done all the months and whatever before. But I think the first thing I'm going to do when the kids, when I bring the kids next week to the kindergarten, I'm going to just see what happens. Just have your, have your own schedule. Yes, just leave me alone and I'm going to see what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Most people are afraid of that right this second. You're just, I just want to have a second to look. I just want to yeah. look. Just to walk around, see, feel the air without anybody else wanting something from me. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I completely understand that. And, you know, Let's talk about the next part. Yeah, we're lockdowns wrapping up. We don't know what's ahead of us, but obviously for all of us in the cultural sector, especially the performance sector, um, things have changed. Uh, what are your what are your thoughts? What are your fears? What are your hopes? I mean, of course, you're right, uh, especially in dance and the performative sector uh, with all the distance and not touching each other and stuff. Uh, it's gonna, yeah, there's a lot of change. And of course, uh, creative minds, they're always gonna find creative um, solutions. Um, for, for my projects, on one hand, it's, I worked on this planetary oscillation embodiment where I worked direct worked directly with the sound designer, but um, I was I, I made a solo part so I could go deeper into that, which I'm gonna do. And maybe I'm gonna focus a little bit more on yeah, on solo work, which I have which I've wanted to do for a long time, but I I was always a little bit afraid of it as well. Or distracted and I really I actually do like this online teaching I also do the teaching with small kids and like also with grown-ups so I think I'm going to continue with that um, I know like for example I was invited to Bozen to this also to this huge uh, festival this dance festival we are not sure if it's going to happen or not. There's no answer yet. Yeah. Maybe it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't know at this point because it's interesting. <laughs> I mean, if you asked me a week ago, 10 days ago, I would have just said, don't even, just forget it. Just forget it. 
but it's there are so many people that want to get back to something. I'm surprised I've actually seen a few culture calls for actual events. And I keep thinking, how are you still going? But they renewed the call, which means it's definitely still at least on the table. Let me ask you, um, because also listening to you, I hear how you're already adapting. You're already thinking. And, um, you know, especially a couple like you, you have a filmmaker in the house, as you say, you're a dancer, freelancers. Do you think that freelancers are more adept at situations like this? Do you think that the nature of our, our usual life or do you think that's just the people I happen to know? Yeah, I think that we are just used to adapting. I mean, we are like, I feel like a chameleon all my life. And I also like that. That's why I guess I also chose that because it's exciting. But obviously you have to reinvent yourself many times. And I also think that politicians shouldn't forget about us. And I think also that they have to say something, they have to make things clear and they have to care about freelancers and yeah, people who work in a different field under different circumstances because we are very, it's important what we're doing and uh, all of us, it's super important for every society and what would society be without the culture? And yeah. I think that the, to adapt is, is good. I think it's exciting also. Of course, you have to always ask yourself under which circumstances, if it comes to payments and um, and income, it's always the same problem. I mean, now I can also say it, I get, I get uh, state funding. Otherwise, I would have been not able to pay anything. Yeah, so, I must admit, I'm, I'm amazed. Uh... You know, I've lived in 35 countries. I've worked. I've never seen a country move so quickly to at least give some support at some level as Austria. I've just been amazed. And they continue to roll out and expand programs slowly to mm. capture more people. Um, you know, I was talking to an audio engineer and asking him about the economic uh situation and how it was for him and he said quite frankly he said look i have no money um and i don't know where it's coming from but i'm not sure that would have been any different if there was corona or not because this is the nature of my work do you think we're better or one do you feel that's true are you feeling you know some sense of uh how do you feel about that? Let me ask you that. Yeah. I mean, I can agree to a certain extent. Of course, like for me, some months are better, some are worse. The When Corona crisis started, March to August were my best months this year. So I would have, like, finally have a quite good income to pay everything for my family. Um also, additionally, the project of my boyfriend would have really started and that would have been a better time up, like come better time and financially. Yeah, his project, he would have traveled more. He would have also a better income and then me. That would have been cool, you know, because you work like, you know, you work one year or more on a project and then finally you, you have you see the results. 
and this obviously got um yeah it got cancelled um yeah we are also better in adapting and uh, our lifestyle we don't have like a luxurious lifestyle but obviously i also live in a flat i want to live in and not in a black hole <laughs> and i have to pay and um yeah i mean my family helps also but not everybody has that you know and of course some other people they have better a better situation financially but we have to see for all of us no so but i think you also brought up an important point i find as a freelancer okay cuz you know as you know as soon as italy shut down every project we have got had got canceled two years in the amazon just yeah. gone gone um but listening to my friends who still were getting some salary something and they just couldn't possibly imagine how they were going to get through the month and so i talked to them i was like well you know what's your basic cost they said oh you know between mortgage and all this i have to have 3000 a month and i'm like and he goes at 3000 i'm poor i'm like at 3000 i'm taking holidays okay because one of the aspect of a freelancer i think is quality of life but also making sure that in the downtimes you can keep going with what you've got. Yes, mm-hmm. we often get help. Yes, we often raise money. But it's managing I think both the income side but also what you need as opposed mm-hmm. to what you want. Exactly. And I also think to be honest like personally I don't need so much mm-hmm. like I let's say I have a car and I think the car is too big. I want a smaller car. That's already for a while. Nothing happens. That's one example. It's like I actually would prefer now to go by bike again. Mm. And also before corona, but then obviously it's also good to visit some people with the car. So, I don't know. Sometimes it's easy to say I don't need that, but then sometimes it's helpful and Oh yeah, no, don't get me wrong. I think there's a there's basic necessities each of us has. But I do think there's a lot of extra that people think they need but really okay. they just want. You no, know, course. look, when okay. it comes to film equipment, I've got a list sitting on my wall. Every time I can get a little money, I buy equipment, you know? Yeah. But I know I, <laughs> I'm wearing the same shirt that I've had for five years or something. You know, that's it depends where your priorities are. All right, let's get back to a bit um the pandemic itself. Okay. Um what are your feelings about how your culture, how the Austrian culture lived lockdown? Well, they behaved really well, I guess. Um how we experienced it, like we were like us as a family, we stayed at home, we didn't really go out. I think generally people took it seriously. Of course you always have some people they don't really believe it, but I also believe that this helped and it didn't explode because of that because people really stayed at home and I mean to to stay at home and under circumstances like I had or yeah or others they have yeah. good circumstances some others they don't have good circumstances if they have too small um flats but it was nice to stay at home <laughs> i felt good <laughs> with staying at home 
like a bit more, have less to do. If I really look at it, my time schedule was so full. Like Sophie knows me for a long time. Mm. I like to like I like to do a lot of things, but then on the other hand, it for sure would have been exhausting. <laughs> beautiful but also exhausting yeah. and like this now it was exhausting in a different way but um yeah i could spend it with my family so um yeah which i guess makes me ask the next question um is there anything you're gonna miss about lockdown um yeah well Maybe because, as I said, I I also like the the basics, like you know, to be to not see so many people, to not. I also do like that to be with your loved ones and having not so many expectations to myself mm-hmm. because I've always had that. Yeah, I have to. I have big expectations, and I I need to be successful in a way and. Like we all do, yeah. Anyway, some people more, some people less. But I always want to be successful in everything I do. So this took a little bit away a pressure of me. But on the other hand, um, well, on the other hand, I miss the other things as well. So yeah, yeah, of course. No, of course. That's normal. That's normal. I mean, I've I've found. because I'm very much like you, I can feel, I can keep working. If I'm excited about what I'm doing, I just keep going. But I could wake up and not feel like doing anything, and that was okay. Oh, it's lockdown. Yeah, fine. You want to take a day today? Just take the day. You want to watch Project Runway all day long and go, who put these colors together? You know, fine, whatever. I had of freedom, which I guess because I'm a freelancer, I should always have, but somehow you just don't give yourself. All right, what are your fears? What do you fear for the future um, from here? Well, with all like all the pandemic and all these um, yeah, circumstances we, we are in and this like a new normality and Uh, Yeah, like keeping this distance and the masks and how long this is going to actually last. And is there going to be a second wave? And Mm -hmm. how is it going to turn out globally and economically? And in the future, is it going to worse? Or is it going to be stable or is it going to stabilize? And how is it going to be with international projects? Because I've always been interested in working more internationally as well as my boyfriend. (laughs) And yeah, of course, these are not yet like big fears, but I think about that as well. Sure. Like, I'm also trying not to make myself too uncomfortable about circumstances. I I don't know how it's going to turn out. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to have too much fear. No, no, of course, of course. And that's healthy, I think. What about your kids? Did they understand? Did you explain anything to them? Did they ask why, you know, mommy and daddy are home all the time? Or how did that work? Um, well, they they really, 
well, they know about it. They, we, we showed them videos. We talked a lot about it. When they play with each other, Corona crisis involved in their game, in their play. Kids yeah. will make a game out of anything. Wow, yeah, beautiful. Like big monster Corona and things like this. But uh, they, I think they also, on one hand, they enjoyed to be so much with us. On the other hand, obviously, they really, really miss their friends. They miss kindergarten many times, although we we did a lot of funny things with them as well. They said, like, yeah, but of course we miss our friends. And they they need this social contact with their with their tiny people. <laughs> yeah. But I don't feel that they they suffered. Mm-hmm. I don't think. No, I don't. Um, I don't have young children anymore. You know, mine are in lockdown in other places. Um, mm-hmm. But I've always loved kids. I've always spent the bulk of my life with children. And I must admit, this was one of the situations where I was like, okay, how do you deal with this? Because you definitely don't want them to fear the world, to fear everything. But you also, I think, with children, you always owe them an explanation or something they can handle. And I, I, I personally thinking about having to explain this to a child just it makes me emotional. Of course, the situation is super emotional. I mean, I've, I have two little, like small children. I mean, they're four and five and it's a different scenario if they are like 10 to 15. Oh yeah, Here's It's going to be different. I also was in, um, continuous contact with a 15 year old boy i give ballet dance lessons uh, over zoom Mm -hmm. and like i think with him the ballet helped him a lot you know to get to stay stable and in his mind because obviously he couldn't go out and meet anybody and he's anyway already special yeah exactly (laughs) he's a 15 year old boy doing ballet he's already unique exactly and so he always told me, ah, I'm so happy when I can go out again. And but then on this in the yeah, at the same time he was a bit afraid of it as well to, mm. to go out again. <laughs> yeah. Um he I feel likewise. I mean, I was inside for a full two months. Even Sophie did the shopping because of my uh yeah. Yeah predilection for pneumonia. And so the first time I went out to the shopping center. There were just too many people. It was, it yeah. really felt uncomfortable. It's taking me a couple of times to go out and just feel comfortable. And everybody's behaving, everybody's, but it's just the energy. Yes, it's, yes, I have the same. Yeah. I I can actually deal with a lot of different energies, but it it changed with my age as well. And of course, now with the quarantine, it's the, yeah, with the lockdown, it's the same. I When I go out, I was out on Saturday to go to different places. I came home, I almost wanted to sleep. Yeah. Too much impressions. <laughs> and I can understand that at your advanced age, these things are more difficult at my age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it must be horrible with the walker, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not that old. 
No, you're not. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying that five years ago I was in Berkheim in the biggest club dancing with everybody. And now I get afraid after I go out on Saturday. Sure. Okay. Now let's put it in context here. Okay. That's what I mean. Yeah. I didn't. I was not afraid at that time. Oh, no, 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 no. And I don't think... I don't think it's fear. I think it's getting used to, as you say, a new normal. Yeah, you know, it's not being, yeah, not afraid. Mm. Let's see how it's going to continue. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm very positive about the future. I always try to be positive. Hey, my children hate me because they could tell me their foot was cut off. And after, like, taking care of them, the first thing that comes out of my mouth is, you know, the positive side of this is yeah. you only have to buy one shoe at a time or whatever. <laughs> and they're like, no, Dad, there's nothing positive this time. You know, it's the apocalypse, but the positive side is you don't have to worry about the apocalypse anymore. It's here. Yes, I know. But it's, it's the bright side. You have to always look at the bright side. Well, look, I think there's two ways people do that. Um, I think there are those people that try and convince themselves that everything's rosy. And I think that's actually very unhealthy. I come much more from, I think, my Lebanese background, which is I start from reality or even a little pessimism. Yeah. And then I find a reason why it's still worth doing it or I want to make the day better. I, I choose to make my day better, even though I don't expect it's going to be. And mm. so, yeah, it's just like I can sit here miserable because you're all right. It's horrible. Or I can laugh or I can make a joke or I can go play a game or play with some children or do something, anything to make my day better. And yeah, I mean, every, it's also every day is different, no? And yeah. I mean, you don't have to fool yourself, obviously, but. I mean, I think I also try to keep the positive because I think my nature is like that, but also because of the kids. I think mm. they they don't, um, how do you say? Oh, they, why should they take my pain, you know? Because no, exactly. I agree. I have to yeah. also keep on doing things like with a positive energy also for sure. them, not just for myself. So We're going to wrap up. Our time is almost out. I want to thank you a lot. Rack it up, rack it up, I got a bit of the bank to make me a safe house Shake it up, shake it up, she got her hands on her knees and she bringing the cake out Smoke it up, smoke it up, I got some gas, some packs, I'm up in the greenhouse Ball it up, ball it up, I'm with the gang, we taking shots off the rebound